Hey, it's Andrew Wilkow. Here's my opening monologue from today's Wilkow Majority on Sirius XM Patriot. There was supposed to be a day of hate this past weekend during the Jewish Sabbath. And it was trending all over the place. Day of hate, day of hate, day of hate. There was going to be this big day of hate. Right? We saw an endless retweeting of uh, a group of yahoos down in Florida with a bullhorn shouting anti-Semitic things. Which kind of looked a little, how do you say, stagey? Anyway, day of hate, day of hate, day of hate, day of hate. There was no day of hate. There was no day of hate. It just went from trending to not trending. We just forgot all about it. But for about 24 hours, if you weren't bracing for this, like, purge, because you didn't care. Do we have any origin of this day of hate? Any actual intelligence from any law enforcement agencies that some scheduled occurrence of, uh, you know, a multi-state assault on synagogues during Sabbath was going to happen? Because I haven't seen anything. Just kind of went away. Just kind of kind of went away. We now see that some Democrat cities are planning to use unspent COVID money to create universal basic income. What? No. No, you don't get to do that. That money was appropriated for COVID. If there's no COVID, you don't get to go, well, we just have billions of dollars laying around. We're going to do what we want with it. This is why Congress, when we get deep into this, Congress must pass a, pass a rescission. This was a power created in 1974 under the Budget Control and Impoundment Act. So... Congress, the sitting Congress, can rescind previously allocated funding from a prior Congress. Uh, These cities can't just say, well, we're not spending it on COVID. We're just going to start giving it out to, you know, residents monthly. No, you don't get to do that. That's not how the Constitution works. And now we're getting some threatening language from Tennessee drag queens who are threatening political violence if the state says, no, you can't shake your groove thing in front of five-year-olds anymore. Can somebody explain? I I want a Democrat to explain this to me. Why do we need to make it so that men who want to dress up like whorish women, and they are, these are not men who are performing simply as women. They are taking the most cartoonish, I mean, even strippers are like, oh, come on, that's too much makeup. The most cartoonish, the most cartoonish character of a woman and performing in ways that would be considered inappropriate if real women were performing this way in front of children. Explain it to me. Make make the rest of us understand why these men are so desperate to perform in a sexual manner in front of small children. And we get, uh, once in a while we get, well, it's about exposing children to diverse lifestyles. Okay, then expose them to swingers. Expose them to open marriages. Then expose them to uh, bondage and sadism and masochism. I mean, if you're going to have drag queen story hour, why can't you have ball gag story hour? I mean, it might be hard. My pet goat. I'm going to have to take this ball gag off. Well, why not have a man in a leather hood 
with assless chaps reading stories to kids. Why not? It's a it's 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 about diversity of lifestyle. Dominatrix story hour. Just for the kids, not for you dads. Why not have Dominatrix story hour? Explain it. And something very near and dear to my heart is now happening. I'm going to take a sip of my coffee. Mm. I started warning you about the end of the suburbs in 2014. I, I admire, I'm getting, I get, I whenever I, I put stuff about, someone says, well, you should listen to so-and-so talking about it. Yeah, yeah, I was talking about it before. Whoever you're sending me, that I should listen to what they're saying about it now? I was saying it nine years ago. I don't need to listen to anybody. <laughs> Friend, colleague, coworker, doesn't matter. I'm not trying to be rude here. Or, you know, or pat myself on the back. But if you've been following this program and the evolution of my TV program, from the Blaze to CRTV to Blaze TV to now Salem, you know that I was doing this in 2014. When nobody was talking about it, nobody was talking about affirmatively furthering fair housing nine years ago. It was a barely mentioned Obama era policy. But now Kathy Hochul, and I'm, you know what? I'm kind of glad she's doing it. Kathy Hochul is running with this like hardcore in the New York, New York City suburbs. 800,000 new low income housing units are going to go up in the, in the Long Island and northern suburbs, that's uh, Rockland, Putnam, Westchester uh, counties. God bless her. But now she's running into Democrats who all of a sudden don't want to live with the policies they support, which is nice. So I look forward to uh, to uh, covering this uh, the long term, right? Not in my backyard. I'd be all in favor of affirmatively furthering fair housing. If you didn't, see, Biden says bottom up, middle out. No, start with the top down. Start putting low-income housing in Beverly Hills. Start putting low-income housing on the lakeshore of Chicago. Start putting uh, low-income housing on the Upper West Side of Manhattan, Central Park West, if you will, right on the park. And Park Avenue. That's on the east side. Park Avenue, low-income housing. See, it's, 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 this is for thee, not for me. As I say, socialism is for the people, not the socialist. Progressivism, ideas so good, they have to be mandatory. I used to say liberalism, but I, I, I'm, I'm changing that one. I think I might even change the bumper sticker we sell at willcountmajority.com. But yeah, they're going full steam ahead on that one. And now the Biden administration is warning China on arming Russia. Okay, what are you going to do about it? What are you going to do about it? You're going to start a war with Russia and China? Really? You know, it's funny. Nobody has the courage to, to point out that none of this was happening. None of this was happening when Trump was president. Russia was largely non-aggressive, even though they had already taken the Crimea. And China was at the table negotiating trade. And now you have a much more aggressive Russia and a much more aggressive China. And how many among you, what is it, 53% of Democrats don't even want Biden running for re-election? Do you really see him as the commander-in-chief of a war with China and Russia at the same time? We are depleting our military stockpiles right now. And anyway, I love this. 
Democrats endlessly question foreign aid to Israel. And you're not even allowed to ask, is that related to a little bit of anti-Semitism? Of course not. You can't say that. As you see the Democratic Party being more supportive of organizations like Hamas and Hezbollah, you're not allowed to say, kind of looks like you guys are supporting Hamas and Hezbollah. Yeah, you can't say that. These are the people that call Israel an apartheid state. But if you dare question the $75 billion we've sent to Ukraine, you're in bed with Putin. You want fascists and dictators to reign supreme. Let's not forget, first of all, that it was Obama who meddled heavily, heavily in Ukrainian politics in 2014, then did not arm the Poroshenko administration when it came in. Cato actually has a great uh, history of this. The headline, America's Ukraine Hypocrisy, we'll get to it. Both parties, John McCain was involved in this and Barack Obama, seeking to overthrow the pro-Russian government. Then you had the breaker, no one was talking about Donbass, Donbass, but there were breakaway regions. And Russia said, those are our people. And don't forget, Ukraine used its military against its own people. Andrew, you sound like Vladimir Putin. No, I'm just giving you the history. And instead of arming Ukraine to defend itself against Russian aggression in 2014, we gave them non-essentials. And then, of course, what happened? They took Crimea. In comes Donald Trump. We watch as Russia kind of recedes a little bit, still holding the port of Crimea. Biden comes in and they say, oh, now's a good time to go invade. You know, it's funny. To the left, everyone's a Nazi. Apparently to Putin, everyone's a Nazi too. Does that make you Putin? That makes you like Putin, right? So you're not allowed to even question. You're not even allowed to question the amount of foreign aid to Ukraine. And we've got one Democrat after another who used to, I thought the Democrats were the anti-war party. I, 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 I thought they were the anti-war party. Now, all of a sudden, they're the endless war party. They're the military-industrial complex party. They're the interventionalist party. Where's Bernie? Weintick, 695, Patriot, 957 billion. And counting. We can't even ask questions about it. Weintick, 695, Patriot, 957 We're right, they're wrong. That's the end of the story. The arguments on this radio program cannot be broken. Sirius XF Patriot. You can join me live on the Will Count Majority, Monday to Friday, noon to 3 east, 9 to noon west, on Sirius XM Patriot, channel 125.